Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Springfield, 38, Farragut Square, 34, Laurel. We are looking at 39 degrees and holding in our nation's capital. You check your phone, what, 50 times a day? Because there's always something new. It's the same with breaking news. Stay up to date. Check back with us two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Tuesday morning, January 9th. Welcome in. Glad you're with us this early 3 a.m. hour. I'm Dean Blaine. Coming up, the rough weather expected later today. Heavy rain, gusty winds, some school systems altering their school day. We'll update you. The man is in custody after he's accused of crashing locally into a White House barricade. A plan to transform part of downtown D.C. with or without the Wizards and Capitals. I'm Scott Gelman. Disappointment and hope. I'd like to have some wins. As another D.C. team faces uncertainty. I'm Shana Stulen. Good morning. Welcome in. 3 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour. Sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Wendy Gillette. 21 people were hurt, one critically, in an explosion at a historic hotel in Fort Worth, Texas. The Sandman signature in the city's downtown was undergoing construction. Craig Trouchek is with the Fort Worth Fire Department. We have not made a 100% determination, but we wanted to make it clear that this was some type of gas explosion. Uh, and we're still working on the, the details of that to figure out what, what all caused that. Police say a man killed two people at a Super 8 motel about 20 miles outside of Duluth, Minnesota. KBJR-TV reporter Kara Kopp from Cloquet. The Cloquet Police Department asked residents to shelter in place after hearing reports of an active shooter at the Super 8. Multiple law enforcement members had their guns drawn and surrounded the Super 8 building. Police later informed us three people were found dead inside the Super 8, one of them being the suspect. As of now, we are not aware of any other injuries or death, but while on scene, I did see a number of police officers looking into nearby vehicles. The NTSB says it's unclear if a cabin panel that blew off an Alaska Airlines Boeing 737 MAX 9 plane was properly attached. United says it has found loose bolts on door plugs of some of its Boeing 737 MAX 9 jets. CBS News correspondent Chris Van Cleve has more. Those are the bolts that are part of what hold that panel in place. That should be sealed and airtight upon delivery. Uh, these planes, uh, from what we hear from sources, it's at least five uh, 737 MAX 9s that United found loose bolts uh, around that panel that, that came off on the plane. Severe weather is a possibility overnight in some southern states, CBS News meteorologist David Parkinson. We've had wind coming all the way across the south, and now we have a tornado watch in effect until 7 a.m. Central Time, and that includes Alabama, the panhandle of Florida, Missouri, and Louisiana. A family-owned restaurant in Georgia called Jen Chan's is the target of online threats and criticism for charging customers to pay the costs of health insurance for its employees. Correspondent Jim Crisula explains. The Atlanta business has been charging customers a 4% fee to pay the cost of health insurance, co-owner Emily Chan. We feel like there's a pretty huge crisis going on with health insurance. No one can afford it. Chan says the restaurant's cost of group health insurance for its workers has tripled in recent years. Michigan lived up to its number one ranking, beating number two Washington 34-13 to to win the college football playoff title game. This is CBS News. 
Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. You want to give your baby everything, so start with a safe sleep area. Babies younger than one should always be placed to sleep on their backs on a firm and flat surface like a safety-approved crib. And keep blankets, pillows, and other soft or loose items out of the crib when the baby is in it. Learn more about Safe Sleep for Babies at safetosleep.nichd.nih.gov. Sponsored by the Eunice Kennedy Shriver National Institute of Child Health and Human Development. WTLP at 303. Good Tuesday morning, January 9th, 2024. A storm alert this Tuesday. Rain heavy at times with gusty winds high in the 50s before we're done. We're 35 right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. Topping the local stories we're following for you as we roll into this early 3 a.m. hour Tuesday together. Storms moving into the area. Weather topping the news. That's happening later this morning, according to Veronica Johnson. They're expected to bring heavy rain and strong winds with it at times. Now some school systems in our area we hear are closing early or canceling classes altogether because of the expected storms. Here's what we know at WTLP this early Tuesday morning. In Virginia, Culpeper County, Spotsylvania County, and Orange County Public Schools are all closed today, Tuesday, January 9th, while Stafford County Public Schools will dismiss students two hours early. Fauquier County Public Schools in Virginia says all secondary schools, with the exception of Marshall Middle, will dismiss at 11 a.m., and all elementary schools and Marshall Middle will dismiss at noon. Over in Maryland as well, Anne Arundel County and St. Mary's County Public Schools will be closing two hours early this Tuesday, while Howard County and Harford County Public Schools will dismiss three hours early. You can find it all over at WTOP.com, a click away. Meantime, we'll update you as we get more information. Secret Service say a car rammed into a gate near the White House happened on Monday around 6 in the evening at an exterior gate, we're told, located on the White House complex at 15th Street and Pennsylvania Avenue Northwest. The driver has been taken into custody. Secret Service are investigating what the cause was. WTOP at 3.05. We turn to the latest now in sports on the Caps and Wiz and that business deal. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser says she is now taking steps to transform a stretch of downtown D.C. regardless of whether or not those teams stick around or move to Alexandria. This is about how old uses become new spaces. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser is planning for what comes next here in Chinatown, regardless of whether the Capitals and Wizards move to Potomac Yard. That means adding 15,000 new residents to downtown and converting old office buildings to housing and other spaces. She's creating a task force to focus on the two blocks where Capital One Arena and Gallery Place are, Ward 2 Councilmember Brooke Pinto. Our commitment to stabilizing Chinatown and downtown is clear. Bowser says D.C.'s offer to keep the teams here is still on the table, but the city is planning for all scenarios. What we're focused on is how we we have the potential to reuse five acres. In downtown D.C., Scott Gelman, WTOP News. No secret, a tough time it is right now for D.C. sports fans as another team now faces an uncertain future. On Monday, the Washington Commanders announced head coach Ron Rivera is out 
Well, and my friends, I just left a bunch of them over here around the corner. We're all disappointed. Rob McGarrah and his friends are disappointed with the commanders and down about plans to move the Wizards and Capitals to Northern Virginia. We'd like to have some wins, but we'd also like them to stay right here. He's not sorry to see Rivera leave, though. I mean, he just was a disaster. Another person paying close attention is William Booker. Been here 27 years. He says he's hopeful the commanders turn things around with the new head coach. And in general, he's hoping that D.C. fans get teams they can root for. We have a, a rabid sports base that would love to support a good program, but they're that's not what their energy has been. Shana Stulen, WTOP News. WTOP News time, now 307. They say it changes lives. Locally, Fairfax County leaders are now celebrating this week a local diversion program that apparently keeps certain low-level offenders out of jail. If you get into one of these diversion programs, it may turn your life around. You may be able to build the life that you want. It's been about a year since the program Taking Root honored its first graduate. Since then, 20 people have graduated and about 100 people are in the program now. Fairfax County Commonwealth's attorney, Steve Descano. It is something that everybody here is really, really proud of. It provides low-level offenders with services instead of jail time. A new related program called Pathfinder Kitchen also gives them training in the restaurant industry. The county's Police Chief Kevin Davis. And they're getting a skill that will absolutely last a lifetime. And it's really impressive. In Fairfax County, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Good Tuesday morning, January 9th. Welcome into WTOP. Glad you're starting your morning with us. Time now is 3.08. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. On WTOP, we bring you traffic and weather on the 8s, and when it breaks, 24-7 guaranteed. At 3.08, we check in now this morning with Butch Seltzer in the WTOP Traffic Center. Good morning, Dean. Good morning, everybody. In Virginia, construction uh, has the right lane closed in Woodbridge on 95 northbound between Prince William Parkway and Route 123. Road construction with the right lane closed in Alexandria on 395, that's northbound, between exits 5 and 6. Road construction in Quantico on 95 in both directions between Quantico Triangle and Route 1. Those will be alternating lanes closed in between those two exits on 66 eastbound after Route 50. A construction zone's been set up. Only the right lane is open. In Maryland, southbound 95 at exit 32, the left lane's blocked with road work. 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, all moving along with any problems. 50 out to the Bay Bridge looks good. No problems on 270 in the district road construction with just one lane getting by in Rosslyn on 66 westbound between route 29 and spout run parkway the right lanes closed with construction on new york avenue inbound at florida avenue northeast and we have construction set up southbound third street tunnel that has just the right lane getting by the wtop traffic center is furnished by regency furniture celebrate regency's 34th 34th anniversary with savings up to 34 percent off furniture for every room. Regency furniture, affordable, never looked so good. I'm Butch Seltzer, WTOP Traffic. Heavy weather expected this Tuesday, especially for the afternoon and through the evening. We've got a wind advisory up for the afternoon going into early Wednesday and also a flood watch. We're expecting wind gusts between 35, 50 miles per hour and one upwards two inches of rain as temperatures move out of the 30s and into the mid to upper 50s. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Well, the region right now, we're at 37 in Tyson's, 34 Waldorf. You're waking up to 40 degrees, LaFont Plaza. We are up a degree to 35 in our nation's capital, 3 a.m. hour, Tuesday morning, January 9th. Glad you're with us. Brought to you on WTLP this morning by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTLP at 310. 
On WTOP, we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Jeff Claybaugh this morning. Boeing stock fell Monday after the FAA ordered a temporary grounding of 737 MAX 9 jets following the Alaska Air incident. Tiger Woods is ending his 27-year endorsement deal with Nike. The Washington Business Journal says developers have bought land by the Springfield Town Center with plans for residential and maybe a hotel. The Dow gained 217 points Monday. The S&P 500 index up almost 1.5%. The Nasdaq rallied 2.25%. Jeff Clayton. WTOP News. At overseas this morning, the Asian stocks mainly higher this hour. The Nikkei up by 386 points. The Kospi is up seven. The Kospi is down. That is the Kospi, the one down seven points. The Hang Seng is up three. The Shanghai is up six. Good morning. Glad you're with us. 311 on WTOP. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans. Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. Thank the Lord for the night You're with WTOP, Dean Lane. The WTOP Traffic Center. Tracking the top trouble spots. The biggest backups. The major incidents. The slowest traffic. WTOP Traffic. Every 10 minutes, on the 8th, and when it breaks. Good Tuesday morning, January 9th. If you're just joining us, welcome in this early morning. It is a storm alert day this Tuesday. Rain heavy at times with gusty winds throughout the day. Most of the rain starting after 8 a.m., but the heaviest, according to Veronica, should be somewhere between... 5 and 7 in the evening. We'll keep you updated here on WTLP, where the time now is 312. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. 37 degrees in Washington. This is WTOP News. Now Tuesday morning to the latest of the crisis in the Middle East. As the war between Hamas and Israel rages on, some are raising concerns this week that Israeli Prime Minister Bibi Netanyahu may be losing control of his government. The concern apparently coming from some of those trying to bring an end to this conflict. Writing about this in her latest column is Politico's Nahal Tusi, who joins our Dimitri Sotis to explain. Well, the basic thing is that the United States wants Netanyahu and the Israelis to make some tough decisions, long-term types of decisions related to the conflict and the Palestinians. But because Netanyahu is trying to keep together a very unwieldy coalition that includes some far-right partners who he needs to stay in power, partly because he's trying to avoid going to prison on corruption charges, and those far-right partners don't agree with a lot of what the United States wants, he is unable to kind of make some of these tough decisions or un willing to do so. And so there's times from the U.S. so many times when they ask him, can you do this? Can you do that? Can you please do this? And he basically is just thinking about the politics and his future. And, and you know, arguably in some ways he might, he might insist he's thinking about national security for his country, but there's all these factors going into it and it's making it hard for him to make decisions that the U.S. would like to see him make. Is it still the case that the war cabinet that is focused on Gaza is, is not made up of these more far-right figures? Correct. Yeah, they're not in the war cabinet, so they're not involved in like the military decisions on the ground. But there's other decisions related to the war, such as, for instance, getting more funding to 
rebuild and revamp the Palestinian Authority, that sort of thing, and having a vision for a two-state solution, a plan that would involve the Palestinian Authority. These are things that the United States wants, but the far-right partners don't want that at all. In fact, they are talking about finding ways to get Palestinians to leave Gaza so that Israelis can go in and build settlements and reoccupy the territory. These are very, very different things. And Netanyahu is caught in the middle. And, uh, you know, for him, uh, his political survival is, is pretty, is a pretty big deal. So he's weighing that as he's, uh, making decisions. And, and it's just like he's a very weak leader at this point. Is uh, a prolongation of the war one of those decisions that we're seeing happen now? Should, should the, uh, most of the fighting in Gaza have ended? already. Well, look, it depends on what you consider a war and what <laughs> what is prolonging it. You know, at a certain point, Israel's not going to need to just keep bombing and obliterating buildings in Gaza. There are other ways to prosecute this war that probably just make more sense that it can't have all of these reservists out in Gaza doing this all the time because its economy is going to suffer. They need people back in the workforce, that sort of thing. There's a lot of factors to consider. But there are some concerns among U.S. officials that, you know, so long as the war continues and maybe even, you know, escalates, you know, think about it beyond beyond just Gaza. I mean, some of the regional stuff. There's some people who wonder if Netanyahu is seeing this as just another way that he can stay in power, kind of banking on the idea that as long as there's this conflict going on, Israelis will not want to change the leadership. But it's a little, it, that's the type of thing that's pretty hard to predict because Israeli politics can be very, very chaotic. But for the short term, I mean, in terms of Netanyahu picking up the phone and speaking with President Biden and others in the administration, there's still plenty of communication, right? It's not as if we've just lost him, if I could put it that way. Oh, not at all. I mean, he, he really needs the United States for support on the international stage at the United Nations, not to mention our continued military aid. And the U.S. is not giving up on him. He is the elected prime minister. He is the one that we probably know best in a lot of ways. Uh, and so we're in constant contact with him. Uh, U.S. officials have gone there so many times and stayed in so much contact that uh, some people call it BB sitting uh, because BB is his nickname, Netanyahu's nickname. But yeah, but there, but the U.S. is also keeping in touch with other political leaders in Israel, including opposition leaders like Benny Gantz, Yar Lapid. I mean, there is a sense within the Biden administration that at some point Netanyahu is going to have to exit the stage and they need to be ready to deal with others who might step up and be prime minister. The question is when? Politicos Nahal Tusi on WTLP talking with our Dimitri Sotis. Quick look this early morning at the top stories Tuesday morning we're following for you on WTOP. An explosion at a Texas hotel in Fort Worth littering downtown streets with a large section of building and debris. At least 21 hurt, including one person who is listed this morning in critical condition. United Airlines reports loose bolts found on some of its 737 MAX 9 jets. And the Pentagon offers new details on Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin's hospitalization this morning. He is now out of the ICU after it took days to convey this news to the White House. Stay with WTOP for more in minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. No matter who we are or where we come from, we all experience difficulties in life. Military veterans know that sometimes it takes strength and determination to make it through. Whether it's physical challenges or struggles on the inside, it takes strength to ask for help when you need it. Learn how veterans like us have reached out for help and hear stories of strength and recovery at MakeTheConnection.net. 
You're with Dean Lane on WTMP. What is dedication? The thing that drives me every day as a dad is Dariana. We call him Day Day for short. Every day he's hungry for something, whether it's attention, affection, knowledge. And there's this huge responsibility in making sure that when he's no longer under my wing, that he's a good person. I want him to be able to sit back one day and go, we worked together, we did a good job. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Good morning. Welcome in this early Tuesday morning, June, January 9th. It's 3.18 in the morning on WTOP. Put shelters with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Good morning, Dean. In the district, road construction with just one lane getting by in Rosslyn on 66 westbound between Route 29 and Spout Run Parkway. We have construction set up southbound 3rd Street Tunnel. That is just the right lane getting by. Right lanes closed with construction on New York Avenue inbound at Florida Avenue Northeast. Southbound 95 at exit 32. The left lane is blocked with road work. 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway moving without any problems. 50 out to the Bay Bridge looks good. No problems on 270. In Virginia, construction has the right lane closed in Woodbridge on 95 northbound between Prince William Parkway and Route 123. Road construction has the right lane closed in Alexandria on 395 northbound between exits 5 and 6. Uh, road construction in Quantico on 95 in both directions between Quantico Triangle and Route 1. Those will be alternating lanes closed in between those two exits on 66 eastbound. After Route 50, a construction zone there with only the right lane open. The Washington, D.C. Auto Show returns to the Washington Convention Center January 19th through January 28th. Tickets at WashingtonAutoshow.com. I'm Butch Seltzer, W. T.O.P. traffic. Expect rain to arrive between about 7 and 9 a.m. here this morning from areas southwest, overspreading the area and then turning heavy by late afternoon. Heaviest rain is going to coincide with some of the highest winds. It's why we have a flood watch up for the area and also a wind advisory air. Winds could top out between 35 and 50 miles per hour and rain could exceed two inches, all with our temperatures in the mid to upper 50s. So it's all liquid today. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 38 upon Circle, 36 Germantown, 37 Annandale. We're back up to 39 in our nation's capital and coming up on WTLP this morning. Crime, housing, lawmakers, and Maryland's governor will get to work on bills addressing those issues starting Wednesday. I'm Kate Ryan. It's 320. Are you excited about being a new grandmother? Of course I am. A little intimidated, too. Why? Taking care of a baby today is so different than when I had you. But, Mom... You did great with me. Thanks, son. But I put you on your stomach to sleep. Right. But now we know that babies should always be placed on their backs to sleep for naps and at night to reduce the risk of sudden infant death syndrome or SIDS. Hmm. You also slept with blankets and toys in your crib. True. But now we know to keep everything out of the crib except for my sweet baby girl. No blankets, pillows, or other soft or loose items. Daddy's going to teach Nana all the ways to keep you safe while you sleep. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. For more tips on safe sleep for babies, visit safetosleep.nichd.nih.gov. That's safetosleep.nichd.nih.gov. Sponsored by the Eunice Kennedy Shriver National Institute of Child Health and Human Development. 
Good Tuesday morning, January 9th, 321 on WTOP. Glad you're with us this morning. It's WT News. Word this morning that the second of two men accused in a deadly shooting locally at a Prince William County Denny's back in December of 2019 has now been sentenced. Ryan Walker was sentenced to 17 years in prison after he entered Alfred Lee's in this case for several charges, including felony murder. Now, you may know an Alfred plea is when someone does not admit guilt in a case but acknowledges the evidence against them would lead to a conviction. Walker is accused of hitting 50. 56-year-old Yusef Osgur with a baton before his partner in that crime, Jordan Anderson, then shot the DoorDash driver, killing him. The killing happened after the duo was accused of a holdup inside the restaurant. Anderson has already been sentenced to almost 90 years behind bars. Rent increases in juvenile crime, state lawmakers locally and Maryland's Governor Wes Moore are going to roll out some new plans to address those big issues during the legislative session that starts this week. There are hundreds of bills tackling crime, housing, health care, and other issues that have been pre-filed by lawmakers as they get set for the General Assembly session that starts in Annapolis Wednesday. The Baltimore Sun reports so far, Governor Westmore has highlighted a few items, one on housing for military families and spouses, and plans to address a shortage of police officers in the state. But Moore has also signaled some tough sledding ahead with a projected budget gap. Secretary of Transportation Paul Wiedefeld has already laid out plans to slash transportation spending by $3.3 billion. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Meantime, Maryland's Governor Wes Moore says his administration is starting to address the use of artificial intelligence, or AI as it's known, in state government, along with other efforts to bolster cybersecurity. The governor on this signed an executive order this week that demands everyone in state government make sure AI is integrated in a responsible and ethical way. The quickly developing technology has been getting the attention of state lawmakers around the country, actually. Moore says AI and cyber can scare some people, but he adds is already here and he wants government to be proactive in this particular moment. The order emphasizes the need for fairness and equity in the state's use of AI overall, saying state agencies must take into account the fact that AI systems can perpetuate harmful biases and take steps to migrate those risks. In health-related news Tuesday morning on WTOP Locally, Maryland expanding gender-affirming care, we're told, that covered by the state's Medicaid program. And this is all thanks to a bill passed last year. The Trans Health Equity Act, as it's known, went into effect, we're told, New Year's Day. The state's Medicaid program previously limited gender-affirming care to procedures such as mental health services, continuous hormone replacement therapy, and gender reassignment surgery. Now other procedures will be covered, we're told, including voice modification surgery and therapy, as well as facial surgery. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Got any travel plans this winter? I'm going to Aruba. Can't wait to hit the beach. I'm going to Aspen, Colorado. I'm going to Alexandria. In the freezing rain. If you're traveling around the Washington region, stay up to date and stay safe with WTOP's traffic and weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. With that storm front coming in, you might want to avoid the highways tonight. We're here for you all winter around the clock. WTOP News. Facts matter. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Sports at 25 and 55. Time now for Ben Raby this morning. 
Michigan running back and Fauquier County native Blake Corum missed the college football playoff a year ago with a knee injury. He returned to school, though, for his senior year, and in Monday's national championship, Corum had 134 yards rushing and two touchdowns as Michigan beat Washington 34-13. We came back as a team. We came back as brothers. And this is what we came back for. We came back to get a natty, came back to win for Michigan, and we did it. I'm just so blessed. I'm kind of speechless. Just trying to take everything in. Corum appearing on ESPN Michigan with their first national title since 1997. NFL with the commanders seeking both the GM and head coach. Team owner Josh Harris making his sales pitch. From my point of view, we are coming out of this. Pull-